0: Hello and welcome to the Carpool Shenanigans podcast, I'll be your host Justin Wallace. With me as always is the man who took on a herd of stampeding buffalo with nothing but his erection, Mitch Glasgow.
1: What about the other employees on the plane? Well, they should have picked a different airline.
0: <laughs> Guess it's a pretty easy choice for employee of the month now, isn't
1: it? I <laughs> mean. So let me ask you a question. Would you would you eat a baby? <laughs> well, so we can have koala bears being strippers, but glitter? Way too far. Yeah, yeah. You're taking it too far. What the hell do you
0: glitter. think this is? Care bears? <laughs> when geese have sex they die. I oh, mean, at least the one I had sex with. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Look hard enough, you can find us underneath your bed. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere you can think of, we are out there doing some podcasts. Welcome to the Carpool Shenanigans Podcast. I am your host, Justin Wallace. With me, as always, is the man known as Chicken Chaser, Mitch Glasgow.
1: That was, a, that was not a very good one.
0: You want, you want to go again?
1: Let's go again. Okay.
0: <clears throat> Welcome. No, we'll skip that part. <laughs> With me, as always, is the runner-up for most beautiful Australian-American in the world, Mitch Glasgow.
1: Well, that was a compliment. I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: Who's also known for killing leprechauns in a spare time?
1: Yeah, even better. All right. <laughs> What's going on, guys?
0: with his penis?
1: whoa, whoa, <laughs> we just keep getting better and better each time, don't you? Yeah. All right? you're after lucky charms? I'm always after lucky charms. Makes sense. so uh, how are you doing today? Um I'm, I'm tired, tired, I'm sore. We just
0: got done moving i'm I'm done with life oh well how are you
1: i'm I'm doing pretty good it, it's it's not too bad things are getting good ramping up you know even though with everything going on it's it's it is what it is
0: that's true life uh life goes on
1: yeah life goes on very much
0: so uh what are we talking about today
1: so today we're gonna be talking about um some interesting stories. In the year of 2018. Some things that happened in 2018. I found they were kind of, they were actually really funny. I thought you might find them interesting, so. <clears throat> well,
0: I'm, I'm excited. Are you excited? I, I don't sound excited because I'm a little tired, but in, in my heart, I, you know, my nipples are hard. I'm excited.
1: Okay, alright. Well, um, so we're going to start off with this story and it starts in the UK. Okay? I
0: like it. I like where this is going.
1: Okay. So, an Irish woman in uh, about, well, in 2018, she revealed that she had married the ghost of a 300-year-old Haitian.
0: Oh, right.
1: I'm sorry. A a Haitian pirate.
0: A Haitian pirate. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, an Irish woman, UK.
1: Amanda Teague, 45 years old and unbothered by the 255-year age difference, married the ghost of Jack Teague.
0: And sometimes you did. wait, did she take the ghost's last name?
1: Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Uh, Jack Teague, a, ha- a Haitian pirate who allegedly sailed the seven seas in the early 1700s. Okay. Yep. In 2015, when they first met, Teague was laying in her bed at, at her home in Ireland. She said she felt a ghostly presence in her room and continued to do... Uh, and continued to do so almost every night after uh after. Six months after Teague's feeling the ghost presence, Teague said she developed feelings for him.
0: So she became attracted to this thing stalking her? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: hmm what Okay. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, pretty,
0: pretty good? Seems pretty normal to me.
1: Six months after first feeling the ghost presence, uh oh, sorry, I already did that. Together they made plans to wed. Six months after they she developed feelings for him.
0: Wow, so they're moving along pretty quick.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The wedding took place on a stormy day in July of 2016 and was short, small, and functional.
0: So now her family knows that she's out of her fucking mind.
1: Oh, yeah. The register who recorded the marriage was present, as was a medium who Jack Teague was communicating through. So this woman's out of her fucking mind.
0: Um yeah. <laughs> she's
1: like, I can't find anybody who will love me.
0: <laughs> Alone forever. Oh, hey there, spirit entity.
1: You know she watched Pirates of the Caribbean or with Jack Sparrow, and she's like, Man, I gotta get me a pirate. <laughs> you know it. Uh Teague, who took her husband's last name, claims that she is the first person in the UK to marry a ghost. But to note to note on that. It is also not legal to marry someone deceased in the UK.
0: (laughs) How how mad do you think she's going to be when he doesn't take the trash out?
1: (laughs) God damn it, Jack. You didn't take out the trash again. Uh, I'm dead. (laughs) Didn't
0: mow the yard, no trash taken out.
1: I haven't had sex in forty five
0: years. Well, I haven't had sex in hundred and sixty seven <laughs> years. <laughs> so you don't go to a therapist to fix your problems, you go to a medium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What a weird
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> the medium goes, You want me you want me to what?
1: <laughs> Money? Okay. I'll feed into your bullshit. Oh. So, um, the next story is about a girl you actually might know.
0: Oh, all right. Yep. Famous girl, like an, like an ex or a famous. Okay. You would call
1: her famous, not famous no more, but you know her.
0: I know of. Okay.
1: Okay. The diary of a young girl remains one of the most powerful and Jesus (laughs) powerful first hand accounts of the Holocaust ever written.
0: Are we going to go to hell for this story? We might. Okay.
1: But the diary has a hidden mystery. More than 70 years after Anne Frank wrote her diary in her diary for the last time while hiding from the Nazis in Amsterdam. There it is. The Anne Frank house has announced that they've finally been able to decipher two hidden messages. What? Two hidden pages. Sorry. Why? Were they stuck together? Mm, We'll get to that. Researchers have been aware of these pages, but Frank had covered them up with brown adhesive paper. Using state-of-the-art imaging software to uh, analyze photographs of the pages, researchers at the Anne Frank Museum, the Institute for War, Holocaust and Genocide Studies, and the Hugens Institute for the History of the Netherlands discovered that the hidden text was full of Frank's thoughts on issues like sex, prostitution, contraception, and including some dirty jokes. So she listened
0: to our podcast.
1: <laughs> One joke reads, You ready? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind These of scared. These are actually jokes from Anne Frank's diary. <laughs> <laughs> not mild. Do you know why the German Worktemot girls are in Holland? No, I do not. As a mistress for the soldiers. Jeez, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Another joke reads, (laughs) A man had a very ugly wife, and he didn't want to have relations with her. One evening, he came home and then saw his friend in bed with his wife. Then the man said, He gets to and I have to?
0: (laughs) 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 Jokes such as, Hey, how do you pick up a Jewish girl? How? With a broom and dustpan. Shut
1: the fuck <laughs> up. <Shut> up. <laughs> um. uh,
0: so she just went on like a a ha
1: ha spree and wrote well, shit. Yeah, I mean you gotta bring some kind of, you know, humor to why you're stuck in an attic the whole time. But diaries are
0: personal, so I can just imagine her writing in a corner laughing to herself like a fucking maniac.
1: You know, I wonder if people would let me marry Anne Frank.
0: Uh, it's just illegal in the UK as far as I know now.
1: I wonder if it's legal here. I don't know. I'll have to find that out so I can marry in Frank. What
0: what type of pickup lines would you use?
1: Mm. <laughs> hey, I'm not Nazi.
0: <laughs> I got a low gas bill.
1: <laughs> um, Okay. So we're going to go with another story here. All right. Art fans at an auction house in the United Kingdom were stunned after a Banksy painting self destructed immediately after it was sold for $1.4 million.
0: Hold on one sec. You said self self-destru- Self destructed.
1: A painting. A painting.
0: Okay. All right. I grasp. All right. Continue. Please. A
1: hidden shredder inside the painting's frame went off shortly after the work was sold okay. The work was pulled down through a shredding mechanism at the bottom of the frame and was promptly ripped into pieces. The act was orchestrated by the artist Banksy.
0: So he made the painting for when you touched it, it would shred
1: itself? No, it was just at a certain time it was going to be shredded.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. so he's like, admire my painting, uh... Eventually, I'm going to destroy it.
1: Yeah. So it seemed as though the artist himself was present at the auction house when he did it.
0: How long was he dead for?
1: He wasn't. He wasn't dead. Oh, okay. This is an artist now that's going on. Uh, he was present at the auction house. And then he posted a photo to Instagram of the half shredded painting with the caption, Going, going, gone.
0: That's fucked up. <laughs>
1: After the public witnessed the jaw-dropping demonstration, Banksy explained the stunt on social media. He wrote that he had secretly built the shredder in the painting a number of years ago in the event that it was put up for auction. When that day finally came, his elaborate stunt was realized, leaving auctioneers speechless. Even though what just happened in front of everyone's eyes, some believe that his painting would be worth even more now shredded than it was still intact.
0: So he tried so hard to get rid of it and now people are trying to put it back together?
1: <laughs> no, they're they're saying it's worth more money shredded now.
0: How the fuck is that possible?
1: Well, think about it. An artist I I don't know Banksy, but for a painting to go for 1.4 million dollars, that's a lot of money, right? So True. You know, no other artist has probably ever done anything like that so you know that story is going to go on in history as one of something he's done you know history people are going to talk about that what just happened
0: I see it like I don't think Elvis Presley's toilet is worth twice as much now
1: no I
0: I see the same maybe thing maybe his daughter that's fair <laughs> enough
1: <clears throat> Yeah, so another one, Jacksonville, in Jacksonville, Florida, of course, home of the shithole. I do like the Florida man stories. Gas station owner becomes sick and tired of locals using his microwave to warm their urine.
0: Their what? (laughs) You said what? I thought, you said urine, right? I said urine. Like, like pee? Like pee. Mm -hmm. Like actual human piss.
1: Like actual human piss, yep. Okay. Uh, gas and convenience store owner, uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna call him Patel, claimed that random people keep walking in every day to warm containers of the urine in his microwave. Those coming into the station to use the microwave were allegedly not customers and instead were suspected to be en route to a nearby drug testing facility.
0: Mm. Okay, I got you.
1: Quote. They walk in off the street, microwave urine containers, then leave. Patel said, Patel said that these people often become violent or aggressive when asked not to do so. He. What the fuck do you mean I can't <laughs> warn my own piss? What is this, America? <laughs> he said one incident in which the culprit was so desperate to microwave her urine that she started cussing and then said, well, where's the sign that says you can't use this for this kind of purpose?
0: That's actually a very valid point.
1: So Patel did that, ju- did just that. So he decided <laughs> to make a sign.
0: Spent 50 bucks on a sign that says, hey, don't warm your piss in my microwave.
1: <laughs> and actually what's funny is that when I was reading this story, there's actually the picture of the microwave in the guy's convenience store that says, that, uh, not for urine, for food only.
0: That's still so fucked up. <laughs> probably first start out like hey you have to buy something before you warm your piss up
1: yeah. <laughs> everybody just hey what's that in your container it, it, it's pee it's, it, it's a lot of pee
0: <laughs> That'd be funny. he's like hey, who wants warm lemonade that doesn't make sense and he drinks a little bit god never again <laughs> fuck no <laughs>
1: Yeah. Great, huh? Nasty as fuck. Nasty as fuck. Um, A man who tried to steal squirrel monkeys from an enclosure at a New Zealand (laughs) zoo was sentenced for his crime. John Casford broke into the Wellington Zoo undercover, uh, undercover at night and attempted to steal a monkey and bring it home to his girlfriend. Makes sense. Yeah. The 23-year-old describes himself high as a kite <laughs> when he Blitz,
0: broke into the zoo. Blitzed as fuck.
1: <laughs> he entered the zoo through an unsecured gate and broke through two padlocks to enter the animal's enclosure. Reporters said the monkey's injuries indicate that they have been grabbed by Casford.
0: All right. So, I mean, the price of monkeys have gone up recently. I mean, I don't know if you knew that, but.
1: Well, I still wouldn't get a monkey. I don't know. One monkey had a hematoma on its arm and others had scratches on them. uh, Casford was unsuccessful in his attempt to steal a monkey. But the morning after the incident, (laughs) zookeepers knew something was wrong when they found the monkeys frightened and one was missing. She was later found hiding in the enclosure, injured and terrified. Good lord,
0: he's really after these monkeys. Yeah.
1: Come here, you little monkey! <laughs> Quit throwing shit at me! <laughs> One of the monkeys continued to show signs of stress months after his break-in. Oh my
0: god! Like traumatized <laughs> the fucking <laughs> monkey.
1: What what he did to me? <laughs>
0: show me where the man
1: touched you on the banana. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no. Casper did not escape the incident unscathed he had sustained multiple injuries some self-inflicted and others possibly at the hand of the monkeys oh my gosh yeah so these
0: monkeys got a couple hits in on them they fucked him oh, up
1: oh they, they fucked him up I, I mean at least that's the least they could do right <laughs> So I got another story for you. Few countries can gone. Uh, few countries such as Russia. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Let me restart. You're doing great. <laughs> Domino's Pizza company sorely underestimated their customer consumers when they released a free pizza for life promotion on August 31st of 2018. The offer promised 100 free pizzas yearly for 100 years to anyone who got the company's logo tatted on their body.
0: They're about to lose out on a lot of pizzas.
1: Domino was ultimately forced to end the promotion early because too many people took them up on their offer. (laughs) The offer proved too simple of a challenge for Russians as the promise of free pizza for life could be achieved in just three steps
0: three step three easy steps
1: yeah so first domino fans were required to get a tattoo of the company's logo in a prominent place then that pers- uh, participant was to post a picture of the tattoo on instagram facebook or uh, the uh, russian russian's version of facebook
0: yeah like a russian site
1: along with the hashtag that roughly translate to hashtag dominance I mean, it be worth pizza. Finally, the participant could go to any Domino's location to receive their official free pizza certificate. The promotion was initially intended to run for two months, but after just five days, more than 300 <laughs> posts of tattoos with, with the promotional hashtag went up on Instagram alone. Domino's was subsequently forced to shut the operation down as profit losses post as a very legitimate threat.
0: So in five days, can you imagine being the guy who got tattooed on you and didn't know that they shut it down? <laughs> now you've got Domino's with dominance on your fucking forehead.
1: Look at that. Look at that. One tattoo. Prisoners of freebie. Yeah.
0: That's actually pretty cool. Pretty
1: cool, right? Uh, The company seemed to believe that only a few people would go crazy enough to get a tattoo of their logo for free food. It seemed like paying a couple of people in pizza for permanent ad space was a pretty even exchange.
0: But then they realized that they had (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) If I get six tattoos, that's 600 years of pizza, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) you imagine? His whole body is tattooed in in Domino's here's another one a sexually frustrated dolphin went and stop harassing swimmers in east and swimmers in western France and uh, was forced to shut down the local beach entirely
0: dolphins are the rapists of the seas nicknamed
1: Savar by locals
0: terrible nickname
1: the bottlenose dolphin had been hanging around the waters on the bay for a couple of months and became a tourist attraction Zafar was known to be pay- playfully swim alongside people in the area and to even let them hold on to his dorsal fin.
0: So pretty cool fucking dolphin. Yeah, just hanging out, being friendly.
1: But Zafar's behavior turned much more intimate and in many cases dangerous over time. He became aggressively rubbing up on swimmers and boats, lifted one woman with his nose and prevented yet another from returning to shore. So he's a rapist dolphin. Yeah,
0: like I said, dolphins are like the rapists of the sea.
1: A good thing was was fortunately she was not harmed.
0: Oh, that's good. Just pregnant.
1: She was not seriously harmed.
0: No, just pregnant. Just pregnant
1: dolphin baby. <laughs> 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 uh, according to a marine expert, Safar was in heat and therefore looking for companionship from unsuspecting bathers okay although no swimmers have been seriously hurt by S- zavar thus far authorities worried that he could his behavior could get really bad this prompted uh the french mayor to shut down the beaches in his town yeah so an excited dolphin could be dangerous to humans in some cases for instance back in 2012 a Cayman Island-based scuba diver, Michael Mays, was able to capture an aroused dolphin that he nicknamed Stinky the Loner Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Attempted to push both him and a fellow scuba diver to the ground.
0: Wow, what he's really getting yeah, after now. That dolphin
1: now. was going to get his ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't uh
0: don't jerk off a dolphin.
1: Don't which there's actually uh there when the government was doing doing stuff on dolphins right they were doing like they thought they could use dolphins for military stuff makes sense they they were they did they they brought in this dolphin and um to see what it'd be like uh, like with a dolphin to live with a human. yeah so the human lived with the dolphin and it like was, a like, canine unit. I mean I don't know but she lived with the dolphin so like the dolphin like she had her land spot and the dolphin it was in this enclosed area and the dolphin had her dolphin had its little spot but the dolphin started like it would talk I mean it wouldn't talk like a human but it would do stuff to communicate like I want food I need this but then it started getting aroused and she started getting attraction to the dolphin so she ended up jerking off the dolphin
0: Oh, so now we really know what's in Area Fifty-One. Little <laughs> <laughs> dolphin babies.
1: So uh, someone stole a uh, hundred thousand dollars worth of Raymond noodles.
0: That sounds like something I would do.
1: Mm-hmm. Ninety-eight thousand dollars worth of Raymond uh, Raymond instant noodles were stolen. This was like six for three bucks or some crap well, like it that. Was, it was. Uh, it was on a tractor trailer and it was parked at a Chevron gas station in Georgia. The incident happened. uh, According to the report that the victim filed with local authorities, the victim said that he had permission from the property owner to park the 53-foot-tall trailer at the gas station. But when he returned to where he left the truck, it discovered that it disappeared with all noodles in tow. Um,
0: It's fucked up. It's probably shrimp flavored, too.
1: For the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the best kind. Anyways, for the purposes of qual- uh, qualifying what $98,000 of Raymond noodles might look like on an average of, like if on an average, a packet of Raymond noodles cost 29 cents, the culprit responsible for throwing could have stolen more than 300,000 packages of Raymond. That's enough Raymond for one person to eat for every meal of the day for 300 years. Oh, wow.
0: So, yeah, probably after a couple of days, you'd probably get tired of that shit. <laughs> I
1: shouldn't have fucking stole this Raymond <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ready for the fucking apocalypse now.
1: My thing is, is where the fuck did he put all this Raymond?
0: How do you hide a fucking trailer?
1: How do you, they, they didn't steal the trailer. They, they stole what was out of the trailer.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. How'd they move that? <laughs> Got like an army of people?
1: Uh, hurry, hurry, hurry. It's our big day, Joe. <laughs> and the worst part,
0: man, if you're a cop rolling down the street and you see a dude with a backpack full of Raymond, would you say anything? I mean...
1: A backpack full of Raymond? He had to have, like, a fucking U-Haul worth of well, yeah, Raymond. Yeah,
0: you have, like, 20 people just uh, <laughs> running sir, down Sir, can
1: the... I look what's in the back there? And uh, That's a lot of Raymond.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got any beef flavored? <laughs>
1: Uh, so there was an incident where, um, a man dressed as Fred, Fred Flintstone was pulled over for exceeding the speed limit (laughs) limit and his handcrafted footmobile made to look like the famous vehicle from the Flintstones. You like that picture?
0: I do. Is that Prius or smart car?
1: That's a smart car with it on there. Wow. So, uh, what side is this? uh all that interesting.com
0: also oh, ati ati okay
1: so the man had fashioned his smart car to look like a near identical version of the footmobile that Fred Flintstone operates with his feet uh feet the man even went as far to take the side doors off of the vehicle to make his footmobile look more authentic
0: seems legal to me
1: yeah uh, it actually looks pretty fucking legit um so he did dress up and drive around in his footmobile Uh, but the traffic stop was not entirely legit. Um, Who wrote the uh, traffic... According to him, they wrote the traffic stop was staged with no real citation issued or property seized. Uh, Nevertheless, the sheriff's office documented the incident and posted it to their Facebook page, along with the photos of Mr. Flintstone and his vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, that's a very fun one right there.
0: Yeah, that sounds like something i do on the weekends.
1: Yeah. So, I got uh, one last story for you. And it's for all those people out there that uh, don't ever want to move out of their parents' house. Okay. Okay. Now, what age do you think that you should move out of someone's house? Or your parents' house? Oh,
0: of someone's house? Um... <laughs> Never.
1: <laughs> I I still live in the basement of this one guy's house. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's where I think it has to be with time. Like, when we were younger, 18, that was it. My stepdad told me, at 18, I'm pretty much going to drop kick you in the ass out the door. Yeah. Right? Before that, there are people living by themselves at, you know, 16, 17, whatever. Yeah. Cool. Nowadays, the way the economy is, you know, rent's high as shit. You're not going to get out of high school and make, you know, 15, 16 bucks an hour. No, yeah. So tying all that dumbass, useless piece of information together, um, I'll, I'll split it down the middle at, say, 20.
1: Okay, that's that's fair enough. That's yeah. fair enough. Uh, unfortunately, my dad told me, you know, when I turned 18, my 18th birthday, he was going to give me a suitcase with all my shit packed in it. Oh. Yeah. Very nice man. Yeah. He really is. Yeah, he. he's like, I, I can't wait for that day. <laughs> up at 4am <laughs> and actually I think I moved out when I was 19 18 or 19 right. so uh this guy moved out when he was 30
0: uh but I expected it, to be... it
1: wasn't graceful
0: did they have to ok sorry continue <laughs> I, I want to get ahead of the story here
1: so even after 5 notices and an offer of cash to move out of his parents' home, uh, his parents did what every mother, loving mother and father at the end of the ropes would do.
0: They took him to court. Take your own son to... I expect to hear, like, they set one corner of his bed on fire and waited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A New York judge ruled in favor of the parents. Uh, Christina and Mark uh, ordered... They The judge ordered the 30-year-old man to leave... However, he wasn't going down without a fight.
0: Getting <laughs> a lawyer against your parents?
1: He claimed he owed a he uh, he was owed a six month notice, which would give him ample time to prepare for such a big step. Wow, yeah. six
0: months! He I've been lucky to months. get a week.
1: He had twelve years. <laughs> that's that's what I would have actually led with with my kid. You. You have twelve you had twelve year notice.
0: Gotta get a roommate? What the hell? How am I supposed to jerk off with a roommate in the house?
1: <laughs> Quote. I just wanted a reasonable amount of time to vacate, with with consideration to the fact that I was not fully prepared to support myself at the time of the notices.
0: Seems like a somewhat intelligent man. I mean
1: <laughs> Yeah, somebody I would definitely like to be friends with. Uh so the notices referred to are the five separate notices he had received over the last several months, which informed him that his parents wanted him out.
0: So they saved all these documents on, "Hey, we're kicking you out."
1: Can <laughs> you imagine? Yeah.
0: We just want to walk around the house naked, son. That's all we want to do. We can't do that with you here. So why, why don't you get your shit and
1: get the fuck out? Hey, hey, Mark. Um, we should probably tell our son to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Well, well, don't you think it's a little too early? He's 30.
0: (laughs) Susan, he needs to leave. But he's still so young and delicate. Get that little fucker out of this house. (laughs) Kudos to their marriage, though. You know you have a strong relationship when you could deal with
1: some shit (laughs) like that. So the notice read... After a discussion with your mother, we have decided you must leave this house immediately. (laughs) Tell him to get the fuck out now. You have 14 days to vacate. You will not be allowed to return. We will take whatever actions are necessary to enforce this decision.
0: Tasers will be used.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But when the young man didn't leave, Christina and Mark sought legal counsel who advised them to serve yet another notice.
0: Seems like a great lawyer they got there.
1: Oh, fantastic. Well, I think you 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 want to get as much paperwork under you as you can. Yeah, right, right. The second notice arrived 11 days after, the first one, and it extended the time frame, which now he had 30 day, days to vacate the room. He occupied for eight years before further action was taken.
0: Why wait that long? So, at 30, let me guess, so eight years, so he's 22?
1: Yeah, when he, yeah, so he must have moved out, came back.
0: And All right, there he was there for eight years, and they're like, "Fuck it, we tried already."
1: <laughs> With no other options, the parents filed for an injectment, and on and uh, the judge approved of the eviction. The judge said, "I'm granting this eviction. I think the notice is su- sufficient." Well, I mean, after eight
0: years, I would have just given up, but. I can imagine dad walking in and being like, these, these are my pubes on the sink.
1: (laughs) The son disagreed and he claimed he at least uh, needed at least 30 days, but ideally six months. As a family member, he said he was entitled to it. So, uh, filing the ruling, following the ruling, he told reporters, I'm just going to appeal, appeal.
0: Appeal it while living in the same fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be the worst. It'd be so awkward. Your parents trying to sue you and you're in the same roof? Yeah. I mean, do you have your own separate kitchen? If not, you got to go get your bowl of cereal every morning. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's very interesting.
0: Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Oh, so, uh... I think that's it for the day.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got.
0: I got the wife calling me, threatening to murder me. That's usually a sign to end the podcast.
1: Yeah, for you to end the podcast.
0: Yeah, and it's usually my fault that we end early. Well, my bad. It's always my fault we end early. (laughs) Um, You know, you, you can't help who you fall in love with.
1: Is that what you call it?
0: That's what I tell myself every day.
1: I hope that's what you tell yourself every day. Yeah.
0: Between that and crying myself sleep every night, it's <laughs> actually a really joyful life.
1: On your cocktail pillow that your wife bought you?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually not a pillow, it's more of like a a plug for my anus.
1: <laughs> oh. Perfect.
0: So anywho, before we drag that uh, mess out, um should we try a different type of end call sign? Type well, of thing? I
1: mean, I hope everybody liked the story. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Like I said, we're, we're, we're doing our podcast out of our, our, our vehicle. And we're, you know, you know, we ho- hope it brings authenticity to this podcast. Hope everybody enjoys it. So Absolutely.
0: Yeah, if you're, uh, if you're ever looking to start a podcast, feel free to message us at, uh, carpool shenanigans on Facebook, uh, there you can find Anchor, send us a voice message, or find me personally. Um, not where I live, of course, but you know what I mean. Uh, send us a message. If you're trying to start podcasts. podcast, if you're looking for guests or looking to be on a show, just hit us up. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. All
1: right. Yeah.
0: Is that good? We're going.
1: That's good. I think okay. we're great. Thanks, Deuces. guys. Deuces. Deuces.